Welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a bar in Hell's Kitchen and we read issues of the comic series Daredevil by Marvel. One a week, uh, sometimes longer if we're having a break. And then we discuss our thoughts and uh, what we think about them. And I have read them all before. My name's Claire and my co-host is Vix, who has not read any of them before, I think. Well, I've, have you? I've read like, I've, I've now read, what, 57 issues. But you read 57 <laughs> issues, yeah. And then we have a very special guest. Uh, returning guest from last episode, it's Connor! Yay! Hello! And you have also read every single issue, I believe. Yeah. Unless there's some I missed, which I guess I'll find out. Uh, <laughs> You'll be like, I don't remember this at all! <laughs> well, yeah, there's, there's definitely stuff I don't remember. You seem to have a better memory than me. Oh, uh, oh no. <laughs> That's, I've had a terrible <laughs> memory. <laughs> I have a very specific memory just for, like, Daredevil, but I have no idea about other stuff in marvel i i you know rely on our guests <laughs> like yourself connor <laughs> all right my knowledge oh, uh... is very limited uh as we are a bar what are we drinking guys what are you drinking vix um i am drinking a uh vanilla chai oh very nice which is very tasty and what are you drinking connor from the bar uh tap water I, oh, I don't recommend the tap water from Josie's. Oh, uh, oh it's, it's already happening. Oh, no. <laughs> so, we filter it through yeah. a rat nest. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I had a good run, I and guess. And it's, <laughs> it's full of Matt's tears. <laughs> or even yeah, worse, like, it's full of Karen's tears. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe Matt's tears are like like the bones of a saint. You know, <laughs> they're holy. They he he cries you know, holy water. Oh no! And they they crystallize in my mug. Oh wow! They're like little diamonds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, I I am drinking nothing because I've been cooking all day and I haven't had a drink, but I'm gonna make some hot chocolate later, so I will be drinking that. Um, you mean you don't have a vanilla no, cherry No, because I haven't managed yeah, to go to the shops and get one. But also, Did you drink all of the ones that I bought? <laughs> yeah, they're best. gone, mate. Oh, my God. Also, okay. um, I, I've i been cheating a bit on cherry diet, cherry Pepsi lately um, because mm. Vix is very bad and introduced me to vanilla cherry Dr. Pepper. Uh-oh. And wow. our, shop, our local shop stocks them and... So I've been drinking those a lot. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't got a drink because I haven't been able to go and get a drink because I've been baking all day. Like the good little baker I am in Josie's Bar Kitchen. So we're a bar that sells like Matt's The Tears of a Tortured Catholic and also <laughs> Mexican Sweet Bread. <laughs> nice. Why it's not? an eclectic mix. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, this week we are discussing issue number 57, as I wrote number 57 with Connor, which is called In the Midst of Life. This was published October the 1st, 1969, uh, and the description is as follows. The search for Karen Page's father comes to a shocking end. The identity Daredevil has fought to keep secret is finally revealed. Matt Murdock introduced as the man without fear to the most important woman in his life. And it wasn't Deb. Sorry. Sorry, Vex. <laughs> um, and this episode was edited... This episode? This issue was edited <laughs> by Stan Lee. I wish this was edited by Stan Lee from Beyond the Grave. 
the writer of this issue was Roy Thomas. The artist was Gene Colan, obviously. And it was inked by Sid Shores and lettered by Artie Simak. Uh, so same old team. So we start off, and I also have the issue in front of me, so we might get some ads as well. So look forward to that. Uh, so we start off where, <laughs> uh, what do we think of the cover first? I feel like this is a classic, classic, classic cover. It Yeah, they, they like, they went out, they went all out on this cover. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Matt's face in particular <laughs> delights me. Why? <laughs> I just, I just got it in brackets. Matt's face, though. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of looks like his face is floating in a little pool of black. Yeah, it's it looks strange. weird. Also, Karen is wearing this coat and these boots that I really like, but she doesn't wear them in the issue. Hmm. She's wearing like when she is introduced to him at the end. Oh, she's wearing like a coat, but it's not like a brown coat. So I guess maybe it's meant to be the same thing. It's just really dark on the cover. Yeah. issue I have but I think this is like a classic issue like I knew this one was coming I was excited um, so in the issue we start with um, you know previously on thanks to exposition from Matt so we have the cops Bill and Tom who are shooting at what they think is Death's Head but is actually Matt in the Death's Head costume <laughs> on a horse with his jaw wired shut or the mask wired shut or something. And then I was like, oh, that's got to hurt his butt because he's like jumping up and down on like this bony horse. But then we also find out later that there is an invisible saddle and also the horse is there. It's just invisible because it's had x-ray paste put on it. Fix, over to you. You wanted to know about this horse. <laughs> I, I, it, yeah, it, I I didn't understand what was going on you with this horse. Have. It's been it's been pretty much. But death like death said, it looks so creepy in the first like few panels that it's in. It's that face. Like it. Oh, it just really unsettled me. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like it. But yeah, like the, when they were doing the whole description of the horse, I was like, oh, I don't understand. <laughs> Well, they say, he says later that he put, like, paste or something on the horse that made yeah. only its skin transparent so you could see its bones. Um, and then it, it later killed the horse, because uh, I was like, poor horse. I know. You know, not bad for him. I like how we got answers to all our questions. We did. Last week. Yeah. So they wrap it up. Even, this is a tight story. Also, Vix, like all your predictions, like the mix of science and magic and stuff, was just so much cooler than what we actually got. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I noted that last week, I was like, I wish this was where it was going. <laughs> it's, I guess, like, kind of technically, but what I don't understand is they don't. I, I mean, I, it might just be me having, like, a short memory, but I'm pretty sure that they, like... Did they tell us where he got the mask from? No. Uh, I thought they... I thought they did. <laughs> they said the I original was in the, the British, British Museum. Museum. 
but but it's like it can't be that one because it can't it can't be that he stole it because I thought they were going to say he stole it or something yeah because there's two of them because he wears one and then puts one on Matt because there's at no point do we find out like where he got the mask from Mm. I I assume so so technically it could be a mix of science and supernatural yeah but I guess I was I was impressed yeah, they yeah. told us it was Aztec mm. after last week's discussions about it looks Aztec. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it would have been better if he like stole the mask from the British Museum. Also, like, so presumably, um, Karen and her parents like went to London at some point and went in the British Museum. Yeah, or, I mean, they live in, like, a big, scary Lovecraft house. Like, he could have found it under the stairs. No, because they said Karen saw it in the British Museum, and that's when she had nightmares about it as a kid. Um... So I was like, I I just felt like it was a little bit of a flex going, like, oh, a little rich girl hit a Karen page. (laughs) I've just got, like... I've just got like images of like the first um, Tomb Raider movie where she finds the clock under the stairs. Oh yeah. In Croft Manor. <laughs> Another and, like, Lovecraftian manor. Uh, also, the mm. horse is glowing, so that's why they can't shoot at the horse directly because it's glowing and it's blinding. And I was like, yeah, this horse is like on radi- like on fire with radiation. <laughs> Poor thing. Poor bastard. I feel so sorry for this horse. Yeah. Um, Matt falls off the horse and hurts his other shoulder. Previously he hurt one shoulder. Yeah. Now he's hurt his other shoulder. And I love that they wrote that because it's clearly just so he can't take his mask off. Because yeah. he's like, oh, I've hurt both my shoulders. I can't take my mask off. Oh, no. For a bit of extra tension. Yeah, they, they added a lot of things to make sure that he couldn't get out of it. Like, they wired his jaw shut. Yeah. You know, all these ridiculous steps that were taken to make sure that he couldn't just go, hey. But then, like, they just take his mask off anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, literally two panels later, so it's, <laughs> like, nonchalantly, so it's not a big deal. Because I love that he's obviously saying something, Matt is, and then the, the Tom and Bill are like, uh, wait a minute, he looks like he's hurt Tom. I think he's trying to tell us to take off that mask. And it just just reminds me of him Wizard of Oz with the Tin Man. Where he's like, uh, Ooh, and they're like, I think he said oil can. Where do you want us to oil? Ooh, I think he said his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it just really made me laugh. <laughs> they're like, I think he's saying to take off his mask. It's like, what? How, how do you know that? How do you... It's okay, I speak death's head. <laughs> so once again, Matt is is having his multiple mask mat because he's got his daredevil <laughs> mask on under the death head mask which is hilarious and um tom calls him mr ghost rider yes which was interesting yeah i wonder um you know because the original ghost rider was that the the pale horse mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the white uh outfit and i wonder if that was like a deliberate reference because of the white cape and stuff or if it was just i, I think so because they did reference to the references to it in the last issue didn't they where they were talking about death on a pale horse and yeah yeah that kind of thing um but yeah i was like oh ghost rider eh uh so mm. meanwhile at page manor karen gets a phone call from foggy and i love that 
<laughs> he rings, she answers, she goes, who? Foggy? I was like, yeah, your boss. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> who? Who are you? so weird. And then later on, she does say that the only two men she cared about were Matt and her dad. And I was like, poor Foggy. <laughs> Oh my! I don't like it. <laughs> and why? Like on in the online issue, um, Foggy's eyes are red. Yeah, his yeah. Because I'm looking at the actual issue, and his hair is brown, and his eyes are brown. But on the online, there's like flaming red hair and red eyes, and it's like whoa! It's like looks a bit demonic. It's exactly what I was talking about last time. How the focus is so heavy on what's happening right now with Karen and Matt. Everything yeah. else is forgotten, including Foggy's relationship with them. With both of them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because they act like Foggy and Karen haven't known each other for, well, five years. Didn't we work out? It was like, like five years or something. He could literally not be Foggy and just be her new boss, yeah. and it would be the same. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Except I guess the new boss wouldn't know Daredevil, but, like, that's it. So, Willie Lincoln is back. Yay! Mm. Are you happy to see Willie! him, guys? Yeah, I, I like him. I liked his uh, debut issue. Thought it was really good. I wish his uh, his cute dog was in it as well. Um, mm. So he's back, and he has told Foggy that he's heard on like the grapevine. There's this new racket czar called a guy called Crime Wave. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And so Foggy's basically calling up to go, right, you need to come along here because you finish up your rest and then uh, I'll, I'll see you then and we're going to take this crime wave down or something. And I was like... I was like it ever... Hmm? Sorry, go on. No, 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 go on. I was wondering, was it ever implied that Karen was super rich? or? I don't think so, but obviously she, she is super rich because... Yeah. You know, but uh, I don't think so. Right up to this point. Right. Um, so, I mean, he's like, yeah, I'll see you soon. And then obviously, uh, her, uh, skipping ahead, her dad dies. So, yeah, I think she's going to be having some more time off. Um, so, <laughs> we cut back to Paige Manor and uh, Daredevil was like, yep, yeah, good. You, you said what I told you to say, you know, so as few people as possible know what's going on here. So she basically lied to Foggy and didn't say what's going on. And then we see Garth the butler creeping and a peeping. Freaking Polonius. <laughs> what did you think was going on with Garth at this point, Vix? Well, he's he's completely in on it, isn't he? Mm -hmm. um, like whether he's um, aiding and abetting the dad or he just like knows stuff. Um, but yeah, he's like totally like he knows what's going on. Mm. So she has so many twists and turns. I was genuinely shocked at the reveal of who Death's head was later on. What she was, was what coming. Karen was. No, I was. Because <laughs> Karen doesn't really react. <laughs> She's like, we never see her reaction, which no. made me crazy. Because yeah. I was like, but like it it ends so quick, and I was like, but surely you should focus on what Karen's reaction is when she's found out. Her dad is this, like, super villain. At least as a funeral. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I can think of someone who didn't get a funeral, and that makes me sad. Who's so. that? It's Superman. Aww. You didn't Superman didn't get a funeral? <laughs> that was the thing. The, the, it was a version of New 52 Superman when he died. 
it felt like a really quick, abrupt wrap-up. He literally, like, turned to dust and died, and everyone was like, damn, that sucks, and then <laughs> they just went off and the issue ended. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that <laughs> feels pretty bad. Oh, poor Superman. Yeah. Mm. It was not good. Yeah. So we find out that Karen, as a child, had a recurring nightmare of a a creature like Death's Head on a skeleton horse. Um, so another explanation I didn't expect to get. Yeah, so I think this is where Matt starts to be like, well, the only people who would have known that are Karen, her mum, and her dad. Hmm, dad's gone mm-hmm. missing. He invented the cobalt bomb. Hmm, you know. Um, <laughs> and then... They can't be related. They can't be related at all. Uh, Karen is moping um, about Matt and about her dad. <laughs> she has two people to... And I love that everyone has photos of everyone they know that are signed. By them. Yeah, this is one that's like love dad, and it's not even in Karen's. It's not even Karen's. It's in his house. It's just, uh, it's, uh, I, I, it's like if you're gonna like sign photos and stuff, you do it on the back, unless you're like a celebrity yeah. at a convention and you're in the queue for like an autograph <laughs> signing, and you take your picture. Yeah, maybe but, it's a. Like, is maybe it a weird a, yeah. 60s American thing? I don't, know. I don't think anyway. so. Maybe it's a Gene Cohen thing, or maybe it's just a Page family thing. It runs in their blood or something. <laughs> maybe. Maybe Gene Cohen just uh, gave yeah. signed pictures of himself to all his family members at Christmas. And his <laughs> wife's like, I, I live with you. Like, what, what the hell? <laughs> um, I like Karen's little blue outfit. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, she looked cute in all of this. Yeah, it was cute. Um, no exciting ads yet. We're going to get to one. So well, there's that, uh, I'll make you a master of karate, which is appalling. Oh yeah. I, I think I've read that one They're before. Like, Have you got this issue then as yeah. well? Um, <laughs> I'm just reading online. Oh nice. Uh, but to away people, I do own this issue in Epic Collection. It just makes too much noise when I go through it. No, fair enough. In the podcast, so Yeah. <laughs> I like at one point Karen goes, Daredevil, what's wrong? You're wincing as though you're in pain. And I was like, that's why he has a bandage on his arm, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Um, so Daredevil overhears Garth peeping and a creeping. You see his little hand poking around. And he goes Street over. Creeping. And we get my panel of the week, which is <laughs> Daredevil creeping up to this curtain, <laughs> turning to look at Karen. <laughs> and he's going, shh. I love it so much. <laughs> I just, I kind of don't understand why, that, like, the whole curtains thing mm. weirds me out as well. I mean, I guess it's just because it's like a big old drafty house mm-hmm. that they put these curtains, but it's it's rife for lurking behind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing as Garth is a government agent, he's pretty, I mean, well, I guess he is good at, at peeping and creeping because... Um, Mrs. Page and Karen didn't notice him and Dad have only heard him because of his you know, his hearing mm-hmm. so uh, but yeah, I just, I love Daredevil being all shifty, it's great um, so that night uh, Garth leaves Page Manor aka the Haunted Mansion and is going off somewhere and Karen decides to follow him through the bridge do, do, do. and up to the old mill. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course it's the old mill. Yeah. Um, so Karen goes, she should have 
woken uh, Daredevil, but she didn't because uh, pages always believed in doing things for themselves. So she's going up to the uh, the mill. What do you guys think of her outfit here? She's put that little sort of pink shirt on top. Um, I mean, it's it's probably going to be my toot because uh, <laughs> I literally couldn't figure out any other outfits that were different from last issue. So I thought yeah. this is the only one. <laughs> mm, yeah, we get a lot. Of, there's a lot of panels of Karen in this issue with like her hat, like a close up of her face with like her hand yeah. on yeah. her face, and we get like one of them here. Um, Garth enters the old mill, but inside it's not a mill at all. It's some high tech laboratory with a giant cauldron in it. Who would have thought? Wouldn't you see these pink fumes coming out the top of the mill from outside? Like, who would have thought that something nefarious was going on in the old mill? mill. It might have been controversial at the time, given that it was something to do with the supernatural, but it would have been cool if they just leaned into the gothic horror Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. element instead of, like, ooh, secret laboratory, which makes more sense with what we've seen so far yeah. but i don't know it's very this is very scooby-doo yeah. um yeah i definitely would like if they lean more into the supernatural and they they just don't really hear do they it made yeah. it more ambiguous yeah instead exactly, of like yeah. mr Carbolt, um you know like what if what if uh oh my dad died or something ages ago mm-hmm and, uh, like, there's a ghost around. It could be the de- ghost that's... You know, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be this guy, or it could be the ghost of my dad. Or maybe his dad was, you know, hiding in hiding yeah. and stuff. That would um, be cool. Uh, Karen know. picks up a piece of wood and is going to wallop Garth over the head with it. Just pretty brave of her, to be fair. Yeah, but he is a crack shot, and this is how we should have thought that he was uh, an agent, and he shoots it out of her hand. And he and she's says, not you won't menace me with that plank again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I wanted to talk about the next ad. So if you have it up, Connor, you can help me. Because this is when you have this double page ad. Um, yeah. This is an ad for Super Saturday on ABC. A great new Saturday morning starts September the 6th on ABC television. Vix, do you want to hear the fun shows you can watch? Obviously. Okay. Well, this is the, this is how your day's gonna go. Okay. Eight a.m. Okay. You're gonna get up. That's that's a proper line for you. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. So eight a.m. You get up. You watch the new adventures of Casper the Friendly Ghost. Good fun week after week with the friendliest ghost around. <laughs> then at eight thirty, do you want to read the next one, Connor? Sure. New The Smoky Bear Show. America's number one firefighter now has his own show. Watch Smokey and his loyal friends, uh, his forest friends, get into all new hilarious adventures. Then... <laughs> at, sorry, I'm laughing at this picture. <laughs> at nine, you have the Catanooga Cats. You can pick which one of these shows you want to watch, Fix. Let us know at the end which one you would decide to watch. So then you have the Catanooga Cats. A full hour of music and comedy as the Catanooga Cats... Bring you weekly special episodes of Auto Cat and Motor Mouse, It's the Wolf, and Around the World in 79 Days. And it's got a little picture of like a, a, a band of cats who are very hip and happening, all playing their instruments, okay? <laughs> Having a, a swell time. Uh, do you want to go next, Connor? Sure. Uh, new Hot Wheels, speed, thrills, action. The Hot Wheels Racing Club brings you the spine-tingling adventure with a group of teenage pals and some of the hottest cars you've ever seen. 
then you at 10 o'clock at 10 o'clock then at 10 30 <laughs> you've got new the hardy boys the classic mystery stories of the hardy boys come to life in this new cartoon series see a new rock group the hardy boys plus three and follow their suspenseful adventures every week then yeah, the hardy boys is also relevant to this issue actually yeah it is yeah yeah it's one of the only ones i can uh, out of these uh go on you go uh, next I know this one, uh, 11 o'clock, Skyhawks, during air-sea rescue, secret missions, secret missions, skydiving, thrills, and fast-paced excitement come your way as Captain, as Cap Wilson and his Skyhawks take off on new weekly adventures. Then 11.30, you're still watching television, Vix, you have the adventures of Gulliver. Greg Gulliver and his dog Shag are back again <laughs> in the land of the mini people. And you're going to end it at 12 with... Yeah. Fantastic Voyage, the Fantastic Four find danger on their strange trip through a famous professor's bloodstream. Right, Vix, what are you going to watch? <laughs> oh, my days. I think I'm going to go... The Fantastic Four? Sorry. They kind of look like... Well, the three of them look like the Fantastic Four, and the other guy looks like sort of Captain Nemo. Well, the guy up top looks like Nick Fury. Yeah, because he's got an <laughs> eye patch. Yeah, that's weird. Very strange. Sorry. See, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the cats. The cats, the cat, the Catanooga cats. Yes. I'm going to send you a picture of what they look like because they're hip and happening. Amazing. I just noticed they're actually cats. Yeah, yeah I didn't notice yeah. at first, and then I was like, oh yeah, they have whiskers. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Casper always weirded me out as a kid. Yeah, I, d- I don't yeah. like Casper. Like, I don't think Casper himself is weird. I think the fact that there's a show about like a dead kid's ghost weird yeah you know it's creepy and also in the movie casper the friendly or casper i think it was just called wasn't it like some weird like <laughs> like victor like dickensian he was like a little dickensian dead ghost child because it was like i went out and i played with miss lay and i i, I caught pneumonia because we didn't have enough firewood and then i died or something like this and it was like what god they just call it casper it sounds like the gritty reboot yeah. you know <laughs> casper <laughs> See, I'd want to watch The Adventures of Gulliver with Greg Gulliver and his dog Shag <laughs> in the land of yeah, the mini people. But... See, they look really cool. The Catanooga cats. I'm... Yeah. I'll see if I can get you like a t-shirt or something with the Catanooga cats. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what was going on at ABC Super Saturday Club. And I've only, I've only heard of a couple of those. Um, and apparently you can get membership uh, to join where you get like a... a membership card and a newsletter and it was 50 cents to join back in the day back in the day so uh, garth is um knocked out of the way by daredevil who swings down so he's hurt his shoulder but he's um he's hurt both shoulders but he's managing to to work a lot with his like like left-handed shoulder um he i like the fact that they say he's got to get used to working with his left hand uh proving that he is right-handed um, but I like that they keep mm. it consistent throughout the the issue. When he swings in, it's like I've got in my notes DD crotch watch. <laughs> yeah, he's like Vix, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he looks up, and Death's Head is standing there, going eh hey, 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 hey. Um, and then he he <laughs> he weirdly Death's Head speaks in rhyme. Did you notice this? Yeah. He reads him a little poem. He says to Daredevil. Ask me for the simple, safe-sounding answers you crave. They are the last you shall hear this side of the grave. <laughs> I was like, Leprechaun, is that you? 
<laughs> Get I away like from me, pot of gold. Oh, that mask is so creepy. I ugh, I don't like it's, it. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, Dad was like, hey, where's your horse, dude? And he's like, oh, my horse died. Because <laughs> I gave him a serum that made his flesh transparent, and unfortunately that killed him. Yeah, no shit. And then he creates a fireball. So- oh, go on, Connor. Well, do you have any horses to have? How long has he been doing? Um, oh, whatever, let's just keep going. <laughs> that was horse number like 10 or something. The previous horses all died. He, keep, he, keeps, yeah. all the, he keeps the rest in tubes like that scene in um, Alien Resurrection. Oh, oh no. I don't like it. <laughs> if he wanted to be a real death's head, why, why didn't he give the serum to himself? And just put it on his head so you could see his actual skull, huh? What a coward. Yeah. Mm. I wrote, I put a little sad face in my notes because the horse died. <laughs> um, so he goes to fire, throw this fireball at Karen and Daredevil. We still don't find out how he's creating all these fireballs and these effects <laughs> and everything. They don't really explain that. Cobalt. I guess. Yeah. Cobalt does everything. Um, yeah. And Daredevil says, so far, lady, he's been throwing nothing but a load of ball. That made me laugh. (laughs) So Daredevil pulls him down with his billy club and Death's head nearly falls into the vat of cobalt. And he's like, ah! Um, But it's (laughs) saved at like the last minute. Um, And then they have this big fight. Um, Do you guys like Matt revealing that he knows that it is Paxton Page? Well, I think anyone with half a brain cell already knew that from, like, the second panel of the issue before. But I'm... I mean... Oh, God. oh I just like how it shows he's not a complete moron. Yeah. Because <laughs> it comes off like that a lot, so... I just like the line where he said, Why didn't you airmail me that kick, friend? Just like you did the info. <laughs> that you're really Karen's father! It's like, what? Oh, what? <laughs> Shut up, Matt. That was a clunky dialogue. What uh, if we had Daredevil? What if we had Spider-Man, but even less funny? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Spider-Man needs to come back soon. Uh, so they have a fight. Mm. They're fighting above the vat of, of cobalt... Uh, they say what it is, don't they? What is it? I've written it mm-hmm. down. Uh, da, 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 da. Molten cobalt. Um, and Daredevil falls off, but he manages to swing out the way. Karen goes, Daredevil, no! Mm-hmm. Uh, Daredevil manages to swing out of the way. And then he's on the floor with Karen. And Death's Head starts to tip the, uh, the, the cauldron over. But then he realises, I must save her. Somehow I know the girl must not die. On, off. On, off. Yeah, on, off. (laughs) Tip, don't tip. (laughs) So he leaps and pushes Karen and Daredevil out of the way. And all this cobalt lands on him, this molten cobalt. And he dies. He's not burnt or anything. He just dies. At first I thought he melted. (laughs) Isn't cobalt metal, isn't it? Uh, I think it is, yeah. It's they com- use it in paint. It's very expensive. Hold on, I'm going to Google it. Okay. Uh, it may as well be magic. I wish he was actually a wizard. He just found this book and now he can cast fireballs and he went crazy <laughs> from reading the book. Be He's dressed like a wizard. He's got the dark heart. Yeah. 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 Okay, so it's, it says it's like nickel, 
cobalt was found in the Earth's crust only in a chemically combined form, save the small deposits found in alloys of natural meteoric iron. Oh, the, free, all, all the the results I got from googling it are to do with Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, the free <laughs> the free element produced by reductive smelting is a hard, lustrous silver grey metal. Mm. So you think <clears throat> if his nibs have been rolling around in it. Yeah. Um, he would be very, very badly burned. I would have thought so, yeah. I mean, this is where we get into the in Marvel radiation gives you powers sort of thing mm. instead of killing you horribly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he just <laughs> dies horribly and Daredevil takes his mask off and is like, it was your father, Karen. And we don't see her reaction at all. We just see her crying as Daredevil leads her away. But I was like, I want to see her reaction to be like, like, as if, like, did she know? Did she suspect? Was she shocked by this? Like, what the hell, you know? I mean, she doesn't look happy. No. As they're walking off. Um, I like how he could be Garth's brother. He really (laughs) could be. Not twin, but, you know. Yeah, like, those those panels next to each other, they look exactly the same. They've even, yeah, they look exactly the same. Garth took his Garth mask off and it was Karen's dad, Paxton, underneath. <laughs> well, I was going to say, do you think that this is a villain that will reappear, Vex? Because he has been given radiation and, as Connor says, that gives you superpowers. So would he bust uh, out of that grave? More than likely. Mm. <laughs> and do a thriller. I would have thought. Mm. We shall see. Uh, so Daredevil says that cobalt radiation drove him over the edge and made him think that all men were his enemies. Uh, deep down, he must have remembered Karen's dream, and that's why he wore that mask, um, be- because for him, it became the symbol of the death which he must have foreseen. So he foresaw his own death and wore the mask for that. Okay. This this explanation could have been worse, to be fair. Oh, yeah, it could it have been. Pretty easily yeah. could have been yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. It's, it's, you know, it's fine. It's like, okay. Like, just for a little, you know, he's just like a little two-parter villain. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, the man called Garth was a government agent and uh, knew that Paxton Page was experimenting again and was to secretly protect him from his real enemies, which was were himself. Yes, and he says, "Oh, he was a great man, Miss Page." And I'm like, mm, "Was he? Was he really?" Oh, well, yeah, we don't really know. All, all we saw of him was his like death's head phase. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Karen's at her dad's grave. She is wearing this this jacket that she's wearing on the cover, but in my issue, it looks kind of orangey yellow. Um, and she stays for a minute. There's quite a lot of people at this funeral. Um, so Karen's standing there alone. Daredevil's creeping behind a tree, and he's like, "Ah, oh, she's alone. <laughs> Now's my moment." While she's creeping at her dad's grave. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so Karen is like, he approaches and she says, "I don't mean to be rude, but I want to be alone right now." And I was like, "Yeah, she's grieving. Like, yeah, alone. Funny. The amount of opportunities he's had." <laughs> To yeah. do it, he chooses, like, one of the worst times. Exactly. <laughs> like, just, it's two days after he died. Like, just wait, like, two days. Come on. Like, what are you doing? So he's like, Karen, take off my mask. And then we get this, it's kind of from her point of view, with her hand getting, I, I guess, sorry, from his point of view, with her hand getting closer to his face. She pulls mm-hmm. the mask off, 
which weirdly doesn't have any eye lenses in it. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. I was like... It's just like um, Batman Returns. Yeah. Oh, yeah, without the... Uh, the, the, yeah, like the, the black eyeliner around his eyes. The black eyeliner just disappears <laughs> mysteriously. So uh, and Karen says, oh, you're dead. And he says, no, Karen, I'm not. Matt Murdock is alive. And what's more, my da- my darling, Matt Murdock is dead. And she's like, this is a lot at the moment. I just buried my dad. <laughs> Wait, yeah, like, like, screw you, you buddy. <laughs> I mean, it's Karen. Matt's like a drug to her. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. She'll forget about her dad in seconds. She'll yeah, be like, who? Oh, yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was the end of the issue, guys. Do you guys have any mm. extra thoughts before we go into our toots and our boots? Um, not really. I guess, I guess <laughs> when we, like, uh, been at Vaulted or whatever, I guess if I think of something, I'll... Okay. You know? Uh, and, uh, so it's time for our toots and boots. So, uh, Connie, you're our very special guest. What are you going to toot and what are you going to boot? Um, I'll toot the outfit Karen wears when she's following Garth. Oh, yeah. And I'll boot, like, Daredevil's computer face beneath his mask in the, <laughs> on the cover. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, Vix, what about you? Uh, there wasn't really much to, like, to and boot, but, um, like, I did enjoy Karen's outfits mm-hmm. in this issue. Um, and she, nine times out of ten, she looks pretty great. So um, I'm going to toot Karen. Okay. And I am going to boot... Hmm... I don't know. Everyone else always, is pretty ru- pretty rubbish. You could always boot the Mask Mortar again, yeah, just for old time's sake. <laughs> I boot the Mask Mortar. <laughs> he's that bad. I am going to toot Karen's outfit on the cover, but not in that scene that's later, because her jacket is more orangey, and I like it that it's brown. Um, so specifically that Karen. And I am going to boot uh, Death's Head again, because I really don't like his costume. His mask is creepy, but I don't like that costume. It's just, I think it's ugly. I don't like it. And, you know, so I'm going to boot that again. And maybe I'll boot it in a future issue as well, seeing as that's what we can do. If you, if you're booting it. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> like, if you've gone crazy off current radiation, you just slap together this weird costume. Yeah. You, know, you don't have any fashion sense. Um, is he wearing those bandages because he's got, like, radiation burns? That would have been cool. Yeah, maybe, his face yeah. Burnt. I don't know. I think it's just. I think it's just like I need some sort of costume to go with this mask. <laughs> I found this awesome mask, but I haven't got um, anything to wear with it. So yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. So uh, it's just like oh, I'll just I'll wrap some of this toilet roll around me or something, <laughs> and that'll do. Yeah. Cobalt toilet rolls. I'll do a moonlight mm. and just wrap toilet roll around myself. I like the the first comment here is might not have been the best place to divulge that information. Um, What's that? He's not referring to what part, but I'm guessing he's referring to the funeral and that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, what is our panel of the week, Connor? What is your panel of the week, sir? So, I really liked 
Um, let me just scroll up so I can actually find it. Uh, it's on... Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, page eight, mm-hmm. where Karen is following Garth, and he's walking into the uh, bridge. And it just reminds me of the Phantom for some reason. Oh, yeah. And probably the, probably the Hardy Boys and Scooby-Doo as well. But I just like that panel, just the creepy sort of atmosphere. Mystery is afoot, you know? Nice. Um, mm-hmm. The spooky water, you know, it could be from, like, a horror comic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to say my favourite panel is Daredevil creeping and peeping and by the curtain and <laughs> his fingers to his lips because it just made me laugh. Creeping um, and peeping. What about you, Vix? I really like there's a panel where I think it's when Karen goes into the mill and there's a panel where like her face is all in like yellow and green. Oh, yeah. That I really, mm. I really enjoyed that. That's my favourite panel. Okay. I really like, um, I mean, I know shout out Gene Cohen a lot because of his dead everyone, the way he draws him in motion, but I really like the way he draws Karen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, but, like when I think of classic kind of Karen, um, like pre-Miller, this is the Karen I think of. Yeah. Um, you know, not like the beehive Karen or whatever. Yeah. The, how, the dare, how dare you speak ill of the beehive. <laughs> This is more like classic hair, although her hair is a little bit flat. Yeah. Maybe it's damp, humid. It's, it's because she's got like she's got like sympathetic um, hair, so whenever she's feeling like quite buoyant, her hair's quite big. So um, but when like she's a mood like, ring. yeah, she's got sad hair. It's like sentient hair. Yeah, I like it, like Medusa. It's like, like Memphis costume. Like like bayonetta. <laughs> Mm, nice i like it uh okay well now we have to vote what we are going to do with this issue um fix do you want to explain uh i can do yes so we have three options for the voting and option one is that if we love it and we think it's a classic it gets put on its own little velveteen pillow and placed into the vault Mm -hmm. um to stay for all eternity uh if we're not entirely sure it's like it's you know not the greatest but it's also not the worst then we have a special shelf under the bar um where it goes and they get used for like mopping up sick and stuff like that um and if we really hate it then it gets yeeted out of the window into piss alley yeah piss street oh piss street. yeah for the rats to feast upon um, Batman's parents got golden showers. <laughs> um, so last issue we put in the vault because it was a part of a two-parter. So does that mean we're automatically going to put this one in the vault? Who knows? You decide, guys. What do you think? Well, it has to go in the vault, doesn't it? it because does, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was trying, to, I was trying for it to be dramatic, but it really wasn't. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the unmasking um and he didn't make up like that he was like mark murdoch or anything <laughs> he actually he actually said like no you know i am matt murdoch isn't dead and more than that like you know matt, matt murdoch is daredevil now i cannot wait for him to go through the mental <laughs> gymnastics of trying to explain to karen <laughs> now, Vic, is he going to is it... 
Do you think he's going to say, tell her that he made up Mike? I, uh, the, <laughs> see, part of me really wishes that that would be the case because it's like, well, you've just announced that, like, not only is Matt alive, but Matt is Daredevil. But this is Matt. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's not mm-hmm. going to say that Mike Murdoch was bullshit. Yeah. But I cannot wait <laughs> to see how he tries to wheedle his way out of this one. <laughs> And if Karen doesn't slap him from here to fucking Uranus, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I think Excuse... you expect too much of Karen. Yeah. Um... Excuse my language. <laughs> uh, right, it's going in the vault. Yeah. Um, before I mean, we... that's the. Oh, God. Sorry, I mean, obviously the reason I suggested Vault last week was really because of... This issue. This whole arc being the reveal. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, you know. And it is it is great that it's revealed. It's like... It's like, finally, because, you know what I mean? There's no more... Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, but there's no more skulking around being like, I can't tell Karen who I really am. Ah. And they haven't actually explored anyone outside of Matt yet either, mm-hmm. so this is actually getting giving one of the side characters, yeah. like, a sort of background, um, which, like, Fog- I think Karen's the first one. Foggy hasn't gotten one. Yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully Foggy will be next. Um, before we, we go on to Vix Predicts, I want to say something, which is that um, I have been sitting here with a candle burning next to me, and I forgot to mention it, which was a really nice birthday present from my co-host Vix, which is a Matt Murdock-scented candle. <laughs> <laughs> which apparently Matt Murdock smells like dragon's blood, which is one of my favourite smells. Um, and it says on it, it has a little picture of him, and it says, I'm a really good lawyer. So thanks, Vix. <laughs> it's so nice, this candle. You're, you are welcome. Yeah, I love it. And I believe that you've also got, like, a, you've got a Hawkeye one. And... Yeah, I bought it. It's from the same shop. Uh, and I bought myself a, a Hawkeye one that says uh, all the best gifts come with a bow and it smells like caramel. Nice. I wonder mm. if there's like a, an iron fist one. What would it smell like, Connor? Um, I mean, the obvious answer is blood and sweat. <laughs> Pizza! <laughs> or, uh... uh what, <laughs> white boy angst. <laughs> what, what, what would Kunlun smell like? Oh, like, probably like... <laughs> Very nice, intense, I guess. Like... Yeah. yeah, actually, that's probably that's probably a better answer. Yeah, yeah. like uh, oh. maybe like um, I'm trying to think what incense it might smell like. Like I don't know. I'm just I'm just um I'm just like googling um to see if there is an iron fist candle. Oh, it smell like suffering. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got mine. So I got mine from Etsy. Mm. Um, give, the, give the name of the shop a pimp if you can remember. We'll pimp them out. Oh, uh, it's a really nice candle. I will tell you. Da, da, da. I can hear I can hear Agatha snoring on the window oh. ledge. I oh, know. I think as well. Matt, my, the Matt Murdock or the Daredevil incense I made has way more frankincense in it to cover the uh, Catholic angst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, come on, open the well, link. In the meantime, let's do a bit of Vix Predicts Fix. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. 
Okay, Vix, are you ready? Yes. Okay, well, next issue, as always, I'm going to give you a tease of the next issue with the name of it, and then I'm going to give you a bit more information. If you would like it, you don't have to have it. Uh, just describing the next issue. And the title of the next issue is Spin Out on Fifth Avenue. Woo! <laughs> I reckon, uh, so I, maybe Karen like decides to go for a little bit of like retail therapy because I think she deserves yeah, it. Um, and has a total and utter meltdown on Fifth Avenue <laughs> when every, everything that's been happening in the last couple of weeks just hits her and she's just like, oh my God, and just has like a total breakdown in the middle of the street. Okay. And just start, and start spinning? Well, a spin out, I guess, could be like slang for like, oh, it's really spun out, man. <laughs> I hope she says that and, at one point. <laughs> and then like Daredevil swinging in to sort of like save her. And she's like, get away from me. This is all your fault. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Curses. Okay. Okay, um, would you like the official description of the issue? Go on then, and it'll be nothing like <laughs> After proposing to Karen Page and promising to retire as Daredevil, Matt Murdock struggles to do just that. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Stuntmaster rides into town and tests the grounds of Daredevil's engagement. Will Matt Murdock keep his promise, or will he find himself suited up once again? <laughs> Suited up once again, what's obviously. The, what's Stuntmaster going to be like, Vix? Uh, I want like as soon as you said Stuntmaster, I was like, oh, is it Ghost Rider? Oh. Like when, because you know him and his dad and their motorbikes and stuff. And we had a mention of um, mm. Ghost Rider in this issue. Mm. Mm. But it's not Ghost Rider. Found it's the... Stuntmaster Vix, the the favorite, oh. the most favorite of uh, Dead or Villains. Okay. <laughs> I have actually. Um... I've just, I said I've just um, got the the candle shop. So if you go to Etsy and look for Bella's Candle Co. Twenty Twenty. Oh. And I've also got this is it's the same shop that I got my um, Steve and Bucky candles from. And my Steve one is called America's Arts, <laughs> and it smells like and it smells like it smells like peaches. What was awesome. the, uh, the Bucky one smell of again? I can't remember. Uh, the Bucky one was like, it smells, um, it's like really clean, like a really clean. Like a <laughs> yeah, but like with this really nice kind of like masculine undertone to it. Um, cedar and sandalwood. Oh my god, they have an Andrew Garfield scented candle. Yeah. Wow, there's loads of them. There, it's, it's a really awesome shop. I've got quite, a, I've got a couple I've of their candles. Punisher scented candle, uh, Connor. <laughs> what would that smell like? Punisher, where? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it smells like gunpowder, probably, right? Like, so. yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, it that's smells thing. of musk. Apparently, it smells of Frank Castle's musk. Right. <laughs> what do we think? A there's a there's a Jareth one. Oh nice. What do we think a one division candle would smell like, guys? Mm. The answer is strawberries. Oh. You can okay. get a candle that smells like every single one of the Eternals. That's all you've ever wanted. There's, there's um they 
they, they also do uh like you get the um avengers um like gift box it's all the og6 oh, nice. um it's like 40 quid mm. so thor is cranberry captain america is peach black widow is bamboo hulk is hot fudge nice and, Haw- and hawkeye is blackcurrant <laughs> nice yeah, there's mm. loads of these. I can't see an Iron Fist yeah. one, though, Connor. I'm really sorry. There is not an Iron Fist one. I will. Yeah, maybe there's some DC ones and there's a Superman one. Anyway, that was Vic's Predicts. <laughs> Thank you for coming on again, Connor, as always. No worries. The best around. Nothing's oh, ever going to keep you, you down. You're the best. I'm <laughs> <laughs> never going to keep you down. And obviously you will be back at some like point that. in the future. Um, I think... Uh, Technically, I'm on like an eighty something. Um, so. We'll get you in before that. Don't worry. I will say, uh, I'm spewing. I'm missing the next issue. Not only because it's the full, the the continuation of this identity thing, mm-hmm. but Stuntmaster. Stuntmaster. Stuntmaster represents a very comfortable era for me oh. in Daredevil. Uh, oh, that reaction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I. It's probably not particularly good, but uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm really, it's really, I'm really stoked that Emma's coming on. I can't wait to hear yeah. what she thinks. Send us um, your uh, your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You'll probably be able to hear me screaming in frustration from <laughs> where you are, like next issue. To be fair, be <laughs> it's. I think it's good. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, why are you like this, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're past the worst. To be honest, oh, yeah. Lord, okay. I think... but the worst was probably when he dressed as Thor. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, I think we're yeah so... we're past. Yeah, I think we are. I think we are. I mean, I I love the particular both Connor and I love this era. character. So obviously, there's a reason we both love this character, Vix. And okay. it's not really been shown as yet. <laughs> yeah, I like guess it's, it's been shown like a. a Less than a handful of issues, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. For sure. um, although, like, uh, I've been enjoying this. Don't get me wrong; like, it's a, it's a good look into the times. Um, so. Connor, do you want to promote your podcast? Because if people aren't don't know about them yet, then they should know because you're the king of podcasts. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> no one ever calls me the king of podcasts. Yeah, the king of podcasts. Uh, so, well, you're the queen of podcasts. Oh, thank you. But we're not king and queen. You're just a queen, and I'm just a king. Yeah, absolutely. Just to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so we've each got a uh, hemisphere each that we rule. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the southern hemisphere. Um, so I run an Iphis podcast, Sons of the Dragon, and I run a Superman podcast, Sons of the Krypton. Uh, for all you webheads out there, on last Sons, we will be joined by uh, Ray, and I will be joined by Rebecca, and we will be doing a retrospective of all the Spider-Man films, including Into the Spider-Verse, because Ray and I are both massive Spider-Man fans, mm. and uh, we did we have talked about Spider-Man on that podcast a lot. We did a Superman Spider-Man team up, which was like if there was a heaven, I was in it. So and Into the Spider-Verse you know. is the best Spider-Man film, in my opinion. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, thought was, <laughs> I thought it was good. I, I don't think it's the best one, um, but I did think it was good. Nice. So. Uh, okay, Connor, yeah. and as we said at the start, um, we are just going to do a very brief discussion for Vix, Connor and I, um, and you listeners, about the recent film that came out, which was Spider-Man No Way Home. So I just want to say to listeners, if you have not seen that film yet, and you wish to remain unspoilt, and your ears to remain 
clean of spoilers, untainted by spoilers, then um, just end the episode now. And because uh, we will discuss this for a few minutes um, and uh, you guys will be back next week. Uh, OK, so spoilers in three, two, one. OMG, guys, dead. I wasn't in Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't know how that didn't get spoiled for me. Well, not actually dead, I should say. Matt Murdock shows up. And, yeah, it was it was rumoured. It was heavily rumoured. And there was a picture that leaked. And people were like, mm. oh, it's it's old. It's an it's old blatant. photo. It's blatantly photoshopped. Yeah, yeah people were saying it it's bullshit. an old photo of him <laughs> dressed as Charlie Cox, dressed as Matt. Except his hair is completely different to how it was in the um, Defenders and in Daredevil um, because it's a lot shorter. So I had feelings it was real then, but I did I did cheer in the cinema. I don't know about you guys. Oh oh, sorry about that. that? <laughs> Superhero um, music. <laughs> never mind. Uh, <laughs> did you cheer in the cinema, Connor? Well, no, because there was other people there. So <laughs> that doesn't matter. Uh, I cheered. <laughs> it was just me. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's one of those movies I would have rather watched on my own mm-hmm. because of because of my connection to the original Spider-Man films. I would yeah. have really liked to watch on my own, but unfortunately, I couldn't because it's not on streaming or anything. I had to go and go see it. Oh, and so I was in the cinema. I was sitting there. And all the way across the other side, there was these three people. Then they moved and sat right in front of me. Oh, I hate that. I, I was like, why, that, why would you do that? that oh, I hate that. <laughs> I was lucky because I saw this both times in our local Odeon in screen 15, which is the one with the, it's one of those screens that has the armchairs that like recline. Oh, because yeah. I have a, a monthly pass for the cinema and it only costs like four pounds extra to go and see something like that. Um, and I saw it the first time with my friend Joe, and then I saw it the second time with Vix and Helen. Yeah. And Vix, you were you were you were quite choked up in some of it. I was um, totally because again, spoilers. I think you said to me about a week before, <laughs> as long as nothing happens to Marissa Tomai, I'll be fine. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I I like I, I you know me. I get like totes emotion during. Okay. Like literally every Marvel movie. Yeah. Watching uh, Endgame with you was one of my favourite cinema things because I'd already uh, seen it. I would... And the sobbing, the, and it wasn't even it was silent sobbing, Connor. You were like sitting there and you had you had your sleeve in your mouth and you were biting down on it. And every so often I just heard <laughs> <laughs> just like tears, like my cheeks were soaking, like the top of my scarf was like all wet because I was just like sobbing and then it was like, you know when you're like really trying hard not to cry yeah. but you need to breathe yeah. so like every now and then I would be like <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah I was like a mess, but I did I got so emotional when like the other Peters turned up yeah. Um, because it was like yeah, there they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, just I just yeah. And with um um obviously Vincent D'Onofrio turning up in Hawkeye as Kingpin, and now Charlie Cox turning up as Daredevil in this, it's it's very exciting that we're going to see these characters again, and we might um we might finally see we might even get Team Red one day. Hopefully, that's what I want. Oh. Um, you know, and there's now rumours that um. Charlie Cox is also going to show up in She-Hulk um, and in Echo, which is the spin-off of Hawkeye, 
and they're saying that that might be like a soft daredevil reboot you know like a, a sort of soft um daredevil season four because of how closely well, Echo yeah. and daredevil were tied in the comics originally well in her first appearances well they've already kind of um because you had the after credit scene didn't you with tom hardy mm-hmm. um which mm-hmm. is basically saying that <laughs> which is basically saying that even though he's like a you know he's an alternate he's an alternate mm-hmm. um you know, but it's like they that was them kind of like accepting that it's like okay, well, Venom exists in this mm-hmm. in this world, and it's like the only one they haven't like they didn't like give a nod to was Wade. I know, <laughs> yeah. It's like please, but then he's so not PG. I feel like Wade might show up so, in um, Multiverse of Madness. Oh, also speaking yeah. of of. Um... Uh, no, I, I won't because I don't want to spoil something for that as well. Um, but yeah, I feel like he might show up in that because I feel like that would be a good place to introduce him. Mm. Like maybe he gets the multiverse breaks and he gets stuck in, I don't know, this world or something. I, I don't know, but we'll see. I was, so, I was so, I was so like I, I was so nostalgic when I saw Toby Maguire show up. <laughs> and can we just appreciate like how freaking good Toby Maguire looks? He's aged pretty yeah. well, and I thought he was great. Yeah. I liked that they, like we we were talking about it earlier, and we said that they basically made Aunt May the Uncle Ben. But I also mm-hmm. liked that they almost had Peter too as the Uncle Ben, in that he's the one that was kind of, you know, he's the one that stopped Peter at the end. Peter one yeah. from um, killing the Green Goblin, and I he was like um, a sort of moral moral compass for him as well as Aunt May, and I really liked yeah. that. That was really dumb. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, Karen. Just uh, you know how he gets stabbed, and then they make a big deal out of it. But then, like, there's just no consequence. Well, he said nothing happened. Stabbed before, and I was like, I don't remember that in the original films, but maybe he did. Uh, he got he got stabbed by Harry um, during their fight. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah, I forgot that. But it's also it also felt just like a really cheap moment. They wanted to make us think he would die, and then yeah. Like, I thought maybe the goblin would heal him or something. And that was the other weird thing. Toby and Defoe didn't really have anything together, despite their relationship probably being the most yeah. in-depth. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I also thought it would have it, been funnier as well if when... Um, uh, la, 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 when Toby Maguire Spider-Man says to Ned that his best friend tried to like went crazy and tried to kill him, that, that yeah. Andrew Garfield should have been like, oh, yeah, mine too, because it was like the exact same storyline. Yeah. That would have been funnier, yeah. so. You know, I did. I did like how they got to like Maguire and Maguire's and Garfield's Spidey got to put right what they yeah. think was their most their biggest wrongs yeah. or their biggest like regrets basically. Yeah. Um, so you know, and like Garfield Spidey gets to save MJ. Well, I think it was great. Um, they weren't just glorified cameos. They actually. Yeah, and like Maguire's um, Spidey stops. Yeah. Um, stops our Spidey from killing um, Green, Green Goblin. Goblin. And I'm, so and I'm, that was like really. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm very glad that we probably won't be getting. I don't know what Spider Man villains we're now going to see in these films because I don't know if they could do any of the ones that are in that film, but do like a new MCU no, I don't version. I don't think they should either. And it only leaves like a handful of villains, you know, not including the, like the big villains, not including the ones I've already done. 
Um, but I love mm. that they brought like William Defoe's Green Goblin in because no one can play that role better than him, you know. Oh yeah. You know he did all his own stunts as well. Oh, he's freaking awesome. Like he ins- he insisted he insisted on doing like basically as many of the stunt Green Goblin stunts as they'd let him get away with. So cool. That's cool. And I really can we just have a shout out to like the very brief glimpse of like Electro's crazy <laughs> um, starfish like, mask. Starfish mask kind okay. of yeah. like homage. I was like, yeah! as soon as I saw that, I was so excited like for you to see it because I know how much you liked his starfish mask when he turned up in Daredevil. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I would have liked if um because I, I don't know if you guys know this, but in the first Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, the lizard was notoriously, like, his scenes got cut. Like, mm. all of his mm-hmm. scenes got cut, and they were really good scenes, so he basically had no depth left in the movie, um, or it just felt very rushed, his development. I really was hoping they'd give him the pathos that he originally had mm-hmm. in this, but they didn't. They did. <laughs> he well, was they... just kind of like a giant lizard. Him uh, and who Sandman... Teddy with lizard. Yeah, him and Sandman were just kind of the two extra... Sandman was a bit weird. Yeah. And he's like, I don't trust anyone, so I'm going to fight. But it's like, oh. Yeah. Well, so Lizard, like, <laughs> but, the CGI know. looked exactly the same as the Amazing Spider-Man 1, which I was like, really? Like, give him that longer snout so he looks more like a lizard. He looks like a Goomba. Sucks, because mm. the Lizard's my favourite. Yeah. Spider-Man and I wish one. he had the, the yeah. lab coat on. Because oh, really he had it for, like, a hot cool, second yeah. in Amazing Spider-Man, but it's like, just give him the lab coat. Yeah, anyway, that was pretty much. Our I loved. Uh, oh, sorry. I mean, I just I've been so negative, but I because I don't want to be because I did really like the movie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to say I really liked like seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield was. Oh, it was amazing. Just like you know, something I never thought would happen, yeah. and the yeah. fact that they got scenes just the two of them yeah. together, and as you guys that said, was... they weren't glorified cameos that actually had little arcs and things to do. And they were important, and particularly for Andrew uh, Garfield and I, as well, because it was mm, his the films he was in. I don't think were great. Personally. He didn't get closure, and he didn't get closure, and his films weren't great. Yeah, and he's yeah. like a massive Spider-Man fan, and it you know, so it probably would have been well. And it's and shout out to Andrew Garfield as well, because the main well one of the main reasons why he didn't get another movie is because he was so outspoken about. Um, how much he wanted to for Peter Parker to be by mm-hmm. in the in the next movie because I mean it's like fucking canon in the comics that Spidey is, is you know I yeah like that. it's yeah there's like loads of comic panels where he mentions like just really kind of like off the cuff I think there was one there's one where I can't remember what character they were talking about and everyone's they someone's asking like a room in like Avengers Tower I think like it's like Hawkeye Mockingbird there's a couple of other Avengers there and someone asks oh uh, you know has anyone had any like romantic dealings with such and such and everyone's like no and Spidey goes yeah kind of Uh, there's loads of little comic book panels like that like Spidey Spidey's like a a, you know Marvel's bi icon Um, but he was like Garfield was really outspoken about the fact that it was you know it's about fucking time Mm. that there was a superhero uh, movie in which the superhero is not straight. Mm. Um, and Sony were like, yeah, we're like horrifically homophobic. So see ya. I think there was a lot um, of issues with Sony as well with, Oh you know, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, there always is, but you know, 
and um, also shout out to them putting in no way home um <laughs> poor toby Maguire, like because obviously like he's older now um and he's like oh my back oh i love yeah. that because that was a reference to to um when in between fell. the first yeah. film and the second film where toby Maguire hurt his back and it was gonna that was when it was gonna be jake gyllenhaal to oh. replace him um no. for like a whole second oh, and then yeah, in I... that second film like in spider-man 2 there's that yeah. thing where he's like my back my back and they were like poking folks just... he really like messed up his back in real life yeah. i just i just really like how it's like well you know he is he, you know yeah okay so he's he's a superhero you know and he's like an enhanced being and all the rest of it but he's getting on a bit and his, his back hurts yeah and also the other bit as well where they're like you make that in your body oh that's when i knew that the leaks were were true that they that's when i knew that andrew garvin and toby Maguire were going to be in it because you know there was that like leak photos of them on the scaffolding or particularly andrew garvin yeah yeah and then everyone was like oh it's cgi or it's just an extra shot from um one of the amazing spider-man films and then there was like video but it was silent video of him saying something and then the lip readers got on it and it was him saying, so you just produce web from your body or something. And I was like, well, that's not in the original films. There is no need for it to be in the original films. The only way that that would yeah. exist was him talking to Toby Maguire. So that's when I was like, oh, yeah, yeah they're in it. <laughs> you know, they're going to be in it. Yeah, I, I love that because it was like, well, yeah, because the other two have to like make their own. Yeah. But Toby Maguire is just yeah, he's like. Got a little <laughs> Um, and then it was just like because they're you know obviously like the Spideys are highly intelligent they're like well if that comes out of your wrist does it come out anywhere else <laughs> and it's like these are legitimate questions well done boys <laughs> yeah cool yeah I also um, I'll say positively about Tom Holland because I, I actually buy him as Spider-Man now because in the previous two movies I'm just like this is just a guy dressed as Spider-Man yeah. Like, he has his powers, he has his costume, but he doesn't feel like Spider-Man yeah. to me, because I don't know his motivations, except for I want to be like Tony Stark. So, uh, now he actually feels like Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm down with it. Like, I can actually... Because, like, I, I, I don't... Uh, you like the Vicks, but I, I just... I couldn't stand those first two movies, personally. So, like, now that's at a point where it's like... If a Spider-Man comes out, I want to see it, and I really like that. Mm. So and he's, he's going to be more of a street-level Spider-Man now. He hasn't got all the tech. He's just a guy. Yeah. Nobody knows who he is, and I'm like, yes, it's going to be yeah, like I'm the Spider-Man I like now. You know. Yeah. So. And he's not. Shout he's not my favorite Spider-Man. My favorite Spider-Man was Andrew Garfield, but they're my least favorite Spider-Man yeah. films. Yeah. I love Shout out Spider-Man. to our local boys for doing so well. Yeah, local Spidey lads. <laughs> yeah. yeah right anyway with that we should do our sign off because it's it's definitely Wish. time at the bar it definitely like, is and i'm Mex- hungry mexican food all right all right anyway <laughs> uh we will be back next week uh bye bye, bye. thanks for listening if you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947.
Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.